The Live with Squacky podcast is sponsored in part by Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver and Antland Productions. It's relatively common for me to interview people I know in the voiceover industry, but I like to switch it up sometimes. This episode is a special one because I'll be interviewing a very talented musician and actor who also happens to be a good friend of mine. Hi, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Live with Squacky. I'm your host, Val Kelly, otherwise known as Squacky Voice. When I first had the idea to start my own podcast, it was a video version for YouTube. I think this was back in about 2014. To be honest, my filming skills were not great and I was nervous. I managed two or three seasons of interviews for my YouTube channel, and they did improve over time. But since I'm a voice actor, it eventually made more sense to just switch to an audio-only podcast version. So, here we are. My special guest today happens to be the very first person I ever interviewed for the show. Jordan Gray, formerly known as Jordan Smith, is a singer, songwriter, actor, and all-around talented guy. We met in an acting class I took at a studio here in Fredericksburg back in 2012. Jordan has great improv and acting skills, and he does a great job of connecting with the characters he creates or is given. After our year in acting class together, we only talked off and on until about 2014, when he had released his first EP called Apollo, and I asked to interview him. The interview was hilarious. We became fast friends, and the rest is history. I could probably go on all day, but I think we should just jump straight into the interview. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today, Jordan. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. So, can you start out by telling us what got you into music, and are you from a musical and or artistic family? I got into music when I was younger. Some things, I think, just kind of reach out to you. I just pursued it and got obsessed with it and passionate about it and just haven't stopped since. And no, my, my family, my dad sings a little bit. I think he used to rap when he was in high school, but other than that. So your mom isn't like a singer or anything like that? No, I've never heard her sing once, oh. ever. Oh, wow. You should get her to do that, see what she's like. (laughs) Well, since we were in acting class together all those years ago, how has acting played a role in your life since then? Acting, I'm equally obsessed with uh, just storytelling in general. So that's definitely like one of my favorite mediums. That and some good music behind a performance is uh, something that just fascinates me and something I like to be involved in. And I've been uh, not pursuing that as as hard as the music, but I'm going to pick that up soon. It's definitely something I want to dive into. That's great. Well, you're such a talented singer, and I have my absolute favorites out of the songs you released, like War and Night Owl from your first Apollo EP. Of course, listen to those like every day, still obsessed. And then then Vibrations and some of your other earlier songs, too. So fast forward to more recent releases like Whiskey Safe, Better, You Care That I Care, and Really Good. And actually, Mm. I love all your music, so I don't know where to stop there but what do you feel is the best song you've ever released and why it's usually the latest song that i've done because i try to be better every time i I write a song or you know i learn like some i learn mistakes from past music and things i could have done better just to improve the next body of work that i create so it's usually my latest so i'd say probably really good right now and then i have a few that have that aren't released yet that um, I'm really proud of. I'm proud of all of it. It's it's definitely like the latest work, I think. And maybe that's for any artist that you feel is the best work that you've done, you know, at that point in time. Yeah, absolutely. I love Really Good. It's one of my favorites. It's just catchy, you know what I mean? And it's relatable. And I feel Thank like you. that's so important when you can relate to a song and just has good beats and the lyrics are great and everything. I love everything about it. 
since you write your own music, which is very impressive, by the way, what are some things that inspire you to write? I kind of absorb everything, like my own experiences and observations, other people's experiences, and things that I assume other people have to go through. So it's just really an amalgam of like just the experience of life and just emotions that I feel and things that I've witnessed. I try to write in a way that's concise and in a way that I haven't heard anyone else do before. There's just a lot of dynamic that you that goes into it that you take into account when you're making something, just so that it's something that hasn't been done before. At least that's the challenge. I challenge myself to do that. Yeah, definitely. So do you write the lyrics before you come up with the actual rest of the song, or how does that work? I usually listen to the song first, or have the melody, and then the lyrics just kind of spill out, and, and kinda, I lay out like a, a blueprint of it, and then... I go back and fine tune it and find words for it and stuff like that. So, but yeah, especially like when I'm making my own beats, if I'm producing my own stuff, it's definitely the music comes first before the lyrics or anything. But I usually have some kind of idea of what I'm going to sing about or some kind of melody already like sitting in the bank almost immediately when I hear something that I like. Maybe if I have a feeling, then I'll use that feeling before I even start, before I do anything at all to design the sound um, to get what I want out of it. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That's really neat. I've known you for quite a few years now, and you seem to be a very private person. You like your alone time to create and write, and you don't share a lot on social media, and you're really great at just going off the grid. So I wanted to get some insight from you as to how you do that, because my listeners already know that I'm not great at going off the grid, and I'm sure you know it too. <laughs> With a business to run, it's so hard, actually nearly impossible to just go off the grid for a long period of time. So if you have any advice on how to do that and still run a successful business, I'd love to hear your words of wisdom. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the content that you're releasing when you do release stuff. And just like the honesty with your viewers or people who are interested in what you're doing, um, just to have some genuine connection with them, I think is important because they understand that it takes time to make stuff. And I've always been like more introverted anyway. And I don't like feel the need to be on social media constantly. And I feel like it's just easier to grow um, when you're alone and you're not distracted by, like you said, social media and external factors like that. Even though it's necessary, it seems necessary. Obviously, these days you have to have some kind of presence online, but to an extent, I don't, I don't think it's necessary to be just gung-ho on there constantly. So it's not like one thing might work for somebody and it might not work for someone, you know. So you just kind of figure out your own uh, niche and your own modus operandi. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I know you don't really collaborate frequently with other musicians, but if you had the opportunity to, who would you really like to collaborate with and why? I have some favorites that I would like to sit down, even just to talk to them or like pick their brains about how they create. Maybe like Frank Ocean would be really cool to sit down and talk to if you could ever find him. He kind of is off the grid too. I don't think anyone knows too much about him. He kind of just shows up. Mm -hmm. But he'd be cool to sit down with for a little while. Hozier would be cool to sit down with. Those two are probably like, they're up there, so... If I could sit down with those two guys, I think I'd be a pretty happy man. That's cool. Well, you put it out there, so maybe they'll listen to my podcast and they'll give you a call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> What's something unique about you that your fans would be interested to know? For me, when I was when I was younger, it was always difficult for me to express myself. So, and I've I've done a lot of work on that and uh, being more social. So. But I can slip back into this shy, kind of antisocial person sometimes. And yeah, it sneaks up on me a bit every once in a while and can uh, can be a little off-putting, I think. But it's just uh, maybe like a defense mechanism, I guess. Yeah. 
I can see that. I could see that shyness in you sometimes uh, when we're having conversation or whatever. And have there been any techniques that you've used to try to get over that a little bit that have worked? Yeah, kind of hitting it head on really is like the best way to get over it. Like you just got to fight that fear, that anxiety of like speaking and like, like I said, expressing yourself. So I've actually, through my job, it's helped me like develop social skills, um, being a massage therapist. Because I'm always, I'm constantly meeting new people and, you know, new patients and stuff. So uh, inadvertently, that's helped me, like, more than anything. Yeah, I can imagine with the small talk that you have to have with them, or maybe some people don't like it when you talk. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. I could imagine that you would definitely make it. got to read the room, you know. Yeah. yeah. If you could spend the day with any other musician, actor, or celebrity, who would it be and why? I mean, we kind of already talked about other musicians, but I guess let's be more specific. If it was like an actor or a celebrity, who who would you spend the day with and why? What would you talk about? I would spend the day with Tom Hardy, probably. I just find his work fascinating and he's interesting. He makes interesting decisions on screen and it's very, uh, he's got a lot of conviction. Him or like Killian Murphy. I really like his stuff too. So yeah, I would just try to understand how they um, how they operate when they're on screen and what keeps them in the moments that they capture. That would be fascinating. Yeah, that would be cool. Are you a coffee drinker? Absolutely. Yep. Black good answer. Good answer. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a morning person. Like I'm really not a good person in the morning. So no coffee helps. Okay. So what would you say is like your if you're not a morning person? What's your best time of day? Do you think? Are you a night person? Would, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm a night owl. I'd say, like, if I could wake up at, like, 8.30 to 9 o'clock every day, then that would be a dream come true, you know? Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. I know you like to travel. Do you have a favorite travel destination? I feel like there's a lot of places I still need to go and see. I'm kind of a homebody, so. But I've been around a bit. We've gone overseas. You know, I've been in Europe a little bit and traveled around Rome and hit some of the Greek islands, you know, Florida, California, Colorado, New York. But I'd like to see some more like the Midwest. I feel like some of the more mountainous areas and some of that open landscape. That's something we're not used to over here on the East. Cool. What are some activities you like to do besides singing and acting? I like to I spend a lot of time with my family when I can and uh, hang out with people that I'm interested in and friends. And I like to drink a little bit. And um, yeah, just being outside is nice. Going to the gym, you know, trying to take care of my body as best as I can. Okay, favorite drink since you like to drink? I drink a lot of Maker's Mark, just on the rocks. Or no rocks. Nice. What strengths do you have that you believe make you a great musician and actor? It's easy for me to slip into my imagination and like be there and present when I'm on screen. And I think that's just very that's very helpful because that's when you freeze up, you know. You can like hype yourself up before the camera start rolling, but once that camera hits you, it's a different ball game if you're not ready to expose yourself. What are a few goals that you have for yourself to accomplish over the next few months? I have a lot of unreleased music that I want to get out into the public. And um, I'm going to go to California and shoot another music video under my new alias, Jordan Gray. So I'm just kind of rebranding myself. Just get the momentum swinging. That's great. That's so exciting. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Do you ever get nervous or anxious before a live performance? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll drink a little bit. Like, I'll have a little bit to drink just to take the edge off. Not a lot. It's just nerve-wracking. It really goes against my grain to... It's just it's just intense. That's all. Once you get up there, it's never half as bad as it seems like it's going to be. The anticipation is what kills you, really. I think that's with anything. Yeah, definitely. So, 
You just need like 10 seconds of bravery to walk onto the stage. I guess it would be comparable to going on stage for a a theater performance or walking into a voiceover studio for a live audition or absolutely (laughs) that's very nerve-wracking so yeah it's all under that umbrella yeah about having the confidence about making choices and sticking to them Mm -hmm. what's next for you um where would you like to see yourself in five years I'd like to have some passive income through my music and have gotten deeper into some acting. I'd like to get an agent and uh, just networking. Networking is like super important and really diving into the business side of all of this because I've spent so much time just making all of the art and the whatever, the music and all that. So now it's just time to focus on exposing it. So that's where I'm at now and that's what I'm focused on. That's cool. So you're going to go to California, make music video, release You'll be releasing some new songs then in the next few months, do you think? Or Yeah, so I'll do the video, and then I'm going to drop a single like every month probably for the rest of this year, the rest of 2022. Nice. I just have so much stuff done now, so it's kind of nice to be sitting on some ammo. That's great. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit of a relief, right, than have to be like, oh, man, I need to produce stuff every day. It yeah. does. It takes some of the pressure off. Well, this is a pretty cool interview, guys, who are listening, because Jordan was my first interview that I ever did in 2014 for Live with Squacky. It's been a good eight years since our last chat, as far as an interview-style chat goes. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this. Can you tell our listeners your social media handles so they can connect with you if they choose? I'm at Mr. Joe Gray, J-O-G-R-E-Y, on Instagram and Twitter. I might get into TikTok. I'm still thinking about that. (laughs) You should do it. (laughs) That's great. Well, thanks so much for joining me on the show today, Jordan. It's always great chatting with you. And I wish you tons of continued success in your music and acting careers and everything you do. Hey, thank you so much, Val. Hi, friends. I wanted to take a minute to remind you that the MAVO 2022 Get Inspired Conference is coming up on November 11 through 13 at the Westin Dulles Hotel in Herndon, Virginia. Yeah. That's right. We're back in person and I can't wait. We have an outstanding lineup of some of the top voice actors and industry pros coming to present this year, and you definitely won't want to miss it. Our keynote speaker is Mark Grau, and he's joined by our guest speakers, Cliff Selman, Laura Schreiber, Kim Hurden, Jimmy Doom, Jason Lanier-White, Carol Monda, Scott Parkin, Yolanda Spearman, Rob Silling-Poglia, Ellie Ray Hennessy, Johnny Heller, Everett Oliver, Roy Oakleson, Herb Moore, Tom Deere, J. Michael Collins, and me. I'll be doing a little presentation as well. I'm so excited, you guys. I really hope you can make it. There's still the option to do a non-refundable down payment and make monthly payments that have to be paid off by the end of September. So you still have a little time, but that offer to do monthly payments ends on June 30th, so get a move on. <laughs> this will be our 7th Mabel Conference, and we'd love to see you there. Visit our website at www.midatlanticvo.com for more information and to register today. I promise you'll definitely be inspired. Live with Squacky is mixed and mastered by everybody's favorite voiceover tech, Uncle Roy Yulkelson of Antlam Productions. Live with Squacky is sponsored in part by Mid-Atlantic Voiceover LLC and Antlam Productions. Quack, quack.